Welcome to the Crafty Ass Female Podcast, an audio show that talks about the resourceful ways we women are living our lives and the crafty projects we create in between. We are your hosts, Amanda Zampelli and Kristen Tweedale, and we believe you are a capable badass who already has all the tools you need to make beautiful things and make beautiful things happen. We're just here to remind you. Happy New Year. Is that too much? No, not at all. <laughs> Happy New Year, Kristen. I can't believe it. Happy New Year, Amanda. I know, 2018. <laughs> I'm going to cry and no, it's good. cheer and laugh. It's cool. All at the same time. Yeah. New Year, new things, start, planning. It is what it is. You can't stop it. You can't get off this train. It's moving. Yeah, no, oh, you yeah. don't get to decide. <laughs> no. <laughs> there's, there's not really anything you can do about it. Yeah. So planning and goals, I heard you say. Yeah. Let's chat about it. Yeah. So um, how are you feeling about your goals? Good. I mean, again, like in our one little word episode, I kind of feel like choosing a word and like you mentioned leaning is a, resonates a lot more with me than set goals or set resolutions. However, somewhere in your brain, you have them. Right. Like you're not just yeah, existing. Yeah, right. Right. Even if you don't have hard set, you know, I need X number of X things by X date goals. Even your intentions are goals. You know, there's. Correct. No matter what, you know, even wh- whatever you're moving towards is a goal. Even if you don't have a, a fully outlined, you know, steno notepad with bullet points on exactly how you're going to get there type roadmap. Right. Once you say to yourself, like, hmm, maybe I'll start a business, people start shouting at you, business plan. And then you feel like, <laughs> then you feel like the 14 page business plan is what has to materialize in order for you to have any sort of goal, like that it has to look like that. So we're here to tell you, no, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 that's okay. So, yeah. Um, so, like, I know you talked about our one little word episode. And so, in, Um, In that episode, we talked about how uh, Allie and Elise Joy talked about their ebb and flow and how in one year you would have a word that thrusts you forward and in the following year you have a word that pulls you back into like alignment. And that's absolutely how I'm feeling with uh, my goals and my transition from 2017 into 2018. Do you explain? Yeah, 2017 was filled with, like, so many new things in my Mm -hmm. uh, professional creative life. After being, like, this crazy sick person who could not, you know, work through a day um, without having these major headaches and having to take breaks and whatnot in 2016 to being able to work, you know, 10, 12-hour days again Mm. in 2017, I my output was crazy mm-hmm. and I made all of these new things and that's awesome. But now I want to like pull back and align all of these new things into like a flow that works for me. Mm-hmm. And so like my goals for 2018 are to create a flow and an alignment of all of the awesome things that I've created in 2017 and make them work better for me and so like I chose the word cultivate for my one little word and I want to cultivate all of the 
projects, all of the relationships, all of the awesome things that I created, and work them into a way where I can best utilize my creativity and my talents and my my desire to like help other women be awesome and like just be the best version that I can and like in order to do that I need to like not do anything new mm-hmm. like I have enough stuff I have mm-hmm. enough on my plate um that I don't need anything new I don't I don't need to strive for a new project I don't need a new business I don't need a new like I don't need anything new. I have enough. I I am enough. And like, this is enough. And so my goals this year are so much more, they're closer. They're mm-hmm. a lot more in, in close and like tight to me. And so, uh, that was, that was, that's really new for me. And that's super interesting. And so like coming up with them was, it was a fun process. I'm excited to talk about them. That's so, yeah, like I feel a little bit like that too with some of mine. Mine are more intentions like you were saying. Like I feel like things I hope to do, but some of them are like you say, like are along the lines with yours where like they have already been in the making and now I'm ready to more put more focus on them. So yeah, same. And I think that's interesting for our listeners to kind of reflect on because maybe you do have things in your life already working like how can you make them become a goal in some way but I know for me like a few years ago I felt like I had nothing working so the goals became actualizing something new into life yeah so yeah yeah I think it's like um one of the most important things for me in in this learning experience of like how to figure out what is next is to figure out like well where am I right now? What do I have right now? In order to figure out like, what is the next step, you have to figure out, you know, what are you standing on? And so like, what, what did I accomplish in 2017? And so I think that's like a good exercise to do for anyone who wants to create goals for 2018 or intentions for 2018. It's like, what did you do in 2017? Um, and so like, for me, like 2017 was filled with like literally so many new things. Like I'm going to like, Go ahead and list them all because um, I'm proud of them and I think they're super cool. And they so, set up uh, the framework for ge- where you're going. It's true. And uh, that <laughs> that's exactly right. And so that will help me explain them. So um, in January, I built the uh, Awesome Ladies Community website at www.theawesomeladiesproject.com. Uh, um, and I built it from scratch and coding was awesome and fun and hard and I love it and it's amazing and it's fantastic it's uh, a community website where women can come and hang out and share their work and their art and their thoughts with other like-minded women without having to go on like a public social media site where like their friends or their family are and like it just provides a safe place for women to come and hang out and be creative artists and storytellers um and in addition to that i had uh 12 storytelling workshops over the year we had monthly storytelling workshops at the awesome ladies project um so we had a different theme each month and we had prompts and we had brainstorming exercises and exploring exercises and we really looked at what it meant to be 
you know, a creative storyteller and what um, feminist scrapbooking was all about and how to take the stories of your personal life and what it meant to be telling your own stories instead of like, you know, taking your photos and taking your pretty paper and putting them together and telling a story, what it meant to be telling your story. Um, and in June, I held Awesome Ladies Live, which was an in-person live feminist scrapbooking weekend retreat here in East Lansing. Um, it was incredible and it was one of the most inspiring things I've ever been a part of. And we're definitely going to have another in-person live retreat here in Michigan in August. And it's going to be fantastic. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, in person, I mean, I'm like the biggest introvert on the planet. And like being around people is like super energy draining for me. But I, things like that, like um, being, being around, around the right people, people right, right. being around, exactly. And doing the it's just so rewarding and it's so worth the energy that it's it just it's i cannot i cannot wait for the summer so that we can have another live event oh i can't God. wait for the summer too um <laughs> i taught a mini album class at big picture classes um also i wrote a book um so like that's amazing um so i wrote a book it's called 100 days of all about me and I wrote a workbook to go along with it. Those are both on Amazon, and I'm working on getting them in my shop. I'm going to have a Dang book girl. launch party. Um, <laughs> it's going to be on Facebook, and, like, everyone's invited. Um, it's going to be on January 13th. Um, we'll put the invitation in the show notes. Um, I'm going to give away, like, signed books. So, like, I was fine. Oh, so, side note, okay. Um, I was fine about every single part of writing a book. Like, none of it, like, freaked me out. Until the idea of having to, like, sign copies of the book and then send it to people. I was fine with people having it. I was fine with telling people about it. I had no, like, nothing about it, like, gave me anxiety until I was like, oh, my God. Now I'm going to have to, like, write my name in the book and then give it to people. I, like, had a whole, like, mini anxiety attack about, like, that's terrifying to me. Why? Just... Why the signing? I have no idea. I really See, couldn't even figure it out. And I think that made me even more anxious that I couldn't figure it out. Like, like, oh the ha like the people having the book, if I were yeah, to no, write I was a fine book. With that part. Oh. Yeah, that is strange, the signing. <laughs> or maybe you can make a stamp and just stamp it like a notary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like a notary? And then maybe oh, that'll, that'll release some of the, <laughs> some of the anxiety because like, you could pound it into the stamp, all the anxiety. Right? No, that's, that's, that's true. That's true. You could definitely alleviate some of the anxiety by, like, physical crafting. Yeah. One of my favorite things. Same. But so those already sound like reached big goals, like you were saying. Yeah, those are, like, huge goals. And, like, those are all things that have, like, an audience. And those are all things that um, can be taken to the next level. Um, and so your goal is to kind of do is the next level part this year. Yeah. Like, um, so this year with the Awesome Ladies Project, we're doing, uh, it's called Book of Me. It is a year-long workshop and it is, 
I mean, I've never been excited about a project more than, like, I mean, I've never been excited for, like, anything Mm -hmm. as much as, like, maybe, like, the first day of college because I am a legitimate and complete nerd like that, um, as I am about Book of Me. I have already written, like, 5,000 words for it because I am a crazy person, (laughs) and um, it means so much to me. So, like, Book of Me is this ongoing philosophical, structural, and community-based program it's uh, learning what it takes to develop your own personal creative storytelling style and then using that to tell your stories. Um, the idea is that you have your own book of me. And then each month we're going to have different chapters and then we're going to use those chapters to create a storytelling lens and tell your stories through those chapters. Um, it's a community of like-minded women who are all on a self-storytelling journey, and it's a study of how to reconcile your feminist activist self into, you know, your creative work, because that's, um, I know there's a lot of us out there who are like, I have this, you know, inner voice inside me right now saying, like, I need to do more with my voice as a woman, And, like, I have no idea where that fits into my creative life. And, like, I want to be that person who, like, helps you find where that fits into your storytelling voice. And, like, I made this whole program so that I could be, you know, like, your squad leader to offer support and accountability and structure and, like, to be a hard ass when um, someone needs to be a hard ass. Because someone needs to do it sometimes. Sometimes you just need somebody to be like, no, it would just be better if you picked, you know, one theme instead of five themes. So kind of like the art English teacher of this year-long monthly check-in, kind of like find your creative voice. Like, that's Mm -hmm. what I, yeah, I feel like as an adult, I would love that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm so 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 excited. So and, let me um, ask you this. I miss about, Yeah. This is my question just based on like everything was the book, the book of me and everything like that. Is like I guess for our listeners who are thinking of their 2018 goals or maybe want to try some of these crafty things like how do how or when or like what happens in your body when you decide this is what I want to go after like is it pure inspiration? Was it calculated for a while? Do you discuss it with anyone? Do you put like, like what is the process of the idea to make a book or like to make this workshop comes to you and then how does it end up happening? So I think well, specifically with Book of Me, it's been something I've been developing for like my whole crafty life. Mm-hmm. And that's why like this one is so awesome. That's why I'm so excited about this one. That's why this, because this is like the culmination of like every different project that I've been doing with the awesome Mm -hmm. ladies for the last five years, every different project that I've done, like with myself, like, I mean, I've made, you know, like 50 like books of me in my crafty life. I've, you know, and over the last two years, we've had a couple of Um, really good year-long projects with the awesome ladies this past year we had our storytelling workshops where we looked at um at different themes and had a project and those were really good um workshops and I loved the way we ran those workshops um but I think having a single project that someone can work on and have a book of me that you're working on that you can pour your 
you know, your heart and your soul into and really have one book that you are working with, especially when you're working on, you know, something as, you know, difficult as your own life, as your own stories, as your own, like, inner workings, it's easier than like creating a project in and out each month. If you have like one place to go to. And especially if you've never done it before. Like, I feel like this is a great, I see all this crafting on Instagram around me, but I don't even know where to start or like, absolutely you want to get into that. So yeah, like I wish this was around when, when I was just like putting paper together and like, didn't know how to become part of an online community. Like this is the best first step like you could take absolutely and like it's you don't need any special supplies you don't you can literally make your book of me with like a composition book or some sheets of paper i'm gonna make mine out of chip i'm gonna have chipboard covers and then my inside pages are just gonna be like my favorite patterned papers that i find um some other whatever pages that i find around um I'm going to make some printables to have um, that'll be available for the students. And it's just going to be a book of, you know, this is my life. This is my life right now. And, you know, here are the chapters. And um, this is, you know, a, a culmination of the journey of, you know, of my own creative journey that I've been on for the last 15 years of my life. And here are all of the things that I've learned as my own version of a self-storyteller. And, you know, I've created this idea of feminist scrapbooking and I want to bring it to everyone because it's this idea that you have this inherent value in your story. Your story has, just, just by being born, just by existing, your story has value and whether it looks like other people's stories whether it doesn't look like other people's stories there is value in both of those things because if your story looks like other people's stories then having you know the masses represent a story shows that this story is you know represented by a lot of people like a lot of people have this same experience on the other hand if your story doesn't look like a lot of people's then you're representative of a unique experience and both of those things are important and and telling your story is valuable and like especially now like women's stories are valuable and like we've been seeing left and right that like we need more women to speak out especially on things that women are not speaking out on and even if you don't want to speak out publicly even if you don't want to talk to anyone else talk to yourself like be honest with your own story be authentic with your own story if you don't want to write it out in english words if you don't want to write it out in words paint it out or like collage it out or magazine article it out photograph it out like your story is important and you are absolutely the best person to tell it and my whole goal in life is to help you become the best version of your self-storytelling person and this book of me workshop is I'm just so excited I'm so excited I'm just like I can't even tell you how excited I am
for everyone to be a part of this. And it sounds like the natural extension, like you were saying, the culmination of all these years of creativity, like it sounds like the natural extension and the natural next step. Like, I guess that's kind of every goal that I've set myself and accomplished these past few years was the natural extension of kind of what I was already doing. So just for the listeners out there, like I feel like when you hear our goals or when you're thinking of goals for yourself, like, I don't know, it, it's not, I, I lost my train of thought, but I feel like it's No, absolutely. This being, is like literally yeah. like the... 10th year of me doing this this is a 10 the end of a 10 year goal so like this is not you know oh i decided hey i want to you know come up with this year-long workshop and then just do it no this is like or you saw someone else doing it and you're like i'll do it like i mean that's a great goal too but it i always feel like it is it is thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of hours of work and again, like we talked about highlight reels in the last episode. Um, so when you see someone's highlight reel, remember, um, it's like the iceberg. You are seeing the tip of the mm-hmm. iceberg and you are not seeing the 95% of the iceberg that's underneath the ocean. Um, so remember with your goals and your intentions that like, if you are setting new goals and new intentions for things that you have not tried before, odds are you don't know how long it's going to take. Like, um, when we started out this podcast, we um, did not know how long it was going to take to produce. And some things took longer than others, and some things, you know, took shorter than others. But, like, we didn't know. And, like, you need to you need to let yourself be a beginner and, like, not feel guilty that you don't know everything all the time which is what I think the trap that happens with goals sometimes is you feel like I didn't reach the goal that in my mind I pictured it to be or that someone else I modeled my goal after this person but it didn't materialize the way that that person did or something like that you know how all the traps we get into but that leads me to the next point which is even if you're modeling a goal you want for the year off of something you see I always say that a lot of people have an uh, an issue of they want that particular goal. Like even me in my story, I talk about how I wanted Amy Tangerine's like basically job, you know, what she did. I, I felt like I could do that. I wanted that for me, but I wanted my version of it. And I think that's where people get tripped up. Like always your version, no matter what you set for yourself, even if it's modeled off something like it's going to be bent and mold and twisted and twisted it twisted to who you are and it'll become your version like hopefully yeah so okay so what so based off those like what are your so what are your goals for 2018 if you were to list them um so my main goal is to make this book of me project as amazing and as wonderful as i humanly can mm-hmm. great goal i'm i'm so excited uh, I'd like to build uh, some products off of this. I'm definitely going to start with some digitals. Um, I'd like to get some stamps and some other cool things to go with this. Um, Can people start signing up today? Yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, so the, January first. Okay. Um, yeah, the lessons start January first. There's already uh, there's already some stuff up in the pre classroom. There's people up in the pre classroom. Cool. Um, there's already a great group of women on the forums. It's fantastic. It's amazing. Um, 
and we're going to have a super fun time. And so like that's where most of my energy is going to that, to the lesson videos, to the PDFs. And um, I'm going to see where putting a lot of my energy into this program goes. Uh, I'm, I'm, and so like, I think that's the thing is that by not necessarily giving myself concrete goals and like by allowing myself to be like, my intention is to make this program incredible. I will see what is available to me by making this program incredible, whether it's mm -hmm. to, you know, write so another like most... book or, you know, right. make it a bigger program or bring a, a larger product line. I, I don't really know, but um, I know that if I cultivate the relationships I have with my students, I know if I cultivate the class, I know if I try to make this this you know this culmination of all of these years of work that I've done if I try to make this this thing this my thing and I, I put my passion and my energy into it that the next best thing for me will be revealed and I'm comfortable with that and, and you're like, so passionate that this is the next step that yes. that's the only thing like you should be pursuing yeah and I I honestly have no idea how I got here and it sounds crazy talking out loud like this because this is not like I'm not usually this Zen woo calm person like that. Mm -hmm. But this is I mean, this is what I've been working my ass off so hard for ever to be doing. This is mm -hmm. this, this is the thing. thing. And like, you know, like, you know, it's one of those things. So, OK, so let me compare it to a thing um, in college. I knew that I was going to major in political science. Um, how did I know I was going to major in political science? Let me tell you. It's a very funny story. LOL. Um, so I, uh, did the thing where they tell you to freshman year, you take a whole bunch of different classes so you can figure out what you're going to major in. Um, I woke up one Friday morning. I got to my political science. It was like 103 class, uh, law and politics. And I got there like five minutes before the class started and I missed the class before because of whatever, I don't know. And they were like, could next me was like, oh, you're ready for the exam? And I'm like, there's an exam. <laughs> what do you mean there's an exam? How do you, I did that, but, but, uh, what, what, what exam? <laughs> He's like, yeah, no, there's uh, you know, the midterms today, right? And I'm like, no, what? Oh, gosh. I didn't study for this midterm. Are you kidding me? Like freaked out. And so I had literally seven minutes to study for this midterm. Took out the book. How did you not know? <laughs> I, because it was my freshman year. It was like a nine o'clock in the morning class. I am the worst morning person in the entire world. It was, I don't know, November. It was just, I was, I was, mm, it was just not, it not happened. the best day. All right. Okay, gotcha. It, right, it happened. And I was like, oh my God, it was just the worst. And I was like, oh, I don't know. And so it was one of those short answer blue book tests. And so I studied for seven minutes and I'm like, okay, I will give this my best effort. I'm just, okay, whatever. Maybe, maybe this is not for me. And so I took the exam, whatever. Next class, I come back and the professor is like, you guys suck. You guys are literally like the stupidest class I have ever met in my entire life. I cannot believe how bad your exams were. Like, really? You guys are morons. I like... 
really just please none of you should ever like take an exam again like <laughs> you should really consider being in college you're all failures and here I am like sweating because like oh my god I am I didn't even know we had the exam and now I'm so stupid like I must like literally I'm gonna get an F in this class I'm like gonna not even be able to get a good enough grade on this exam to be able to pass this class so I get my exam back and I got a 97. <laughs> So he wasn't talking or he was lying or he wasn't talking to like you. Oh, no. Yeah, no. He he wasn't talking to me. I got a 97 on the exam. (laughs) Everyone else failed. Uh. I was like, oh, okay. well, I guess I'll I guess I'll be a political science major if I take the exam (laughs) on seven minutes study time and get a a 97. Um, So you that's you're comparing it to this classroom because you're just like. I guess this is working. Right. You know, this is, this is what I'm here to do. This is, I I, like, sometimes you just know that was a time I just knew. And I was like, okay, something is clicking. Right. This is what I'm here to do. And so again, this is what I'm here to do. I haven't had that feeling since, since then. That's awesome. And, and now I'm here. And so like, I, is the class self-hosted or you're using a platform? Um, it's self-hosted. Almost everything I build is self-hosted. Wow. All right. We got to hit you up for tips on that in an episode. (laughs) Yeah, I will. We can do a whole website. We can do a whole episode on how to build your own website. Yeah. I'm interested in that. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. No, I'm I'm usually like the, the, my, my goal and my advice would usually be like, you know, hang in there, like tough it out. Like goals are not usually, they don't come easy. They're not usually, they don't click. And this thing that I'm having right now is very, very, very unusual for me. And it's very, um, it's the first time literally since college I've had this feeling. So would you say that like, just because it's new year, don't put pressure in yourself to come up with some goals. I think that one little word is better for that because it's not a goal. It's an exploratory Absolutely. experience. You're signing yourself up for, let's see where I'm going with this. However, totally. however, if you're super visual about something, if something is living in your brain that won't die, if you wake up every morning thinking about it, go to sleep every night thinking about it, if it's something that's physically actualizing itself it's almost then that you should put it into like okay how do I make this happen this is yeah and I think like there are like some really good times aside from January 1st that work really well for goal setting and intention setting like I still love using like the school calendar as like my goal setting and intention setting like September 1st I want to like get back into the, the work groove because like summer I am not, I'm not like, I want to like go out and like, especially Michigan summers are amazing. <laughs> like it's funny. So it's funny because, so when we moved here, all of our friends also moved here cause they're from Jeff's PhD program. So like everyone moved from all over the country and everyone thought it was humid here and like coming from Jersey, um, they're wrong. And so Michigan summers are wonderful. <laughs> they're like it's like 10 degrees cooler than Jersey. Wow. It's so much less humid. 
and it's just like the perfect, wonderful summer. And now we have all these delicious tomatoes, so we make pizza and eat tomatoes all the time, and no one wants to work. And now you're going like... to have this retreat. Oh my god, it's going to be wonderful. <laughs> Fun. Oh, yeah, we'll have notes about that. That'll be in the show notes, too. But uh, theawesomeladiesproject.com slash live will have uh, info about that. It'll be amazing. Cool. Um, yeah. And maybe we're going to have, we're going to try to get guests to, uh, you know, guest hosts and do a panel discussion this year. Oh, or we could do a live episode. Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> See, this is how the okay. goals start, guys. The brainwashing, <laughs> the brainwashing in process. The, not the brainwashing, okay. the brainstorming yeah. in process. Brainstorming. <laughs> brainstorming and brainwashing. <laughs> this is how we're going to get everybody so to come good. to our retreat. <laughs> No, but true. September. I feel like we're conditioned from school that it means like back to work. It's the second January for sure. I think so. Yeah. Um. And then like one of my big things uh, also for goals is I am one of those people who moves furniture around a lot. Hmm. So I'm constantly um, reorganizing furniture. I love moving furniture in January because that's when you put the Christmas decorations away and then you get a second chance to rearrange all the hmm. furniture. Um, I love spring cleaning, another chance to rearrange furniture. Um, also when you buy new furniture is another chance to rearrange furniture. Um, Jeff's used to it now, by now, because any, I like have this compulsion of moving furniture. I also do it by myself. Um, I'm not very tall. Like I'm like five, (laughs) one on a good day. So like there have been like at least 50 times, uh, over the course of our relationship we've been together for like, what is it now? It's 2018 now. So like, okay, almost nine years. Um, he's come home like 50 times at least. And I've totally just changed the entire, um, wherever we've been living, just changed all of the furniture around. Um, I did it. I did it on Monday. I changed all of the furniture around in our office. Um, I love moving furniture around. It's like one of my favorite, it makes me see things differently. And like, so every January, one of my goals, one of my intentions is to move furniture around. It helps me get rid of things. It helps me get rid of clutter. It helps me just see things differently. And Mm. it helps me creatively and visually in every way. So many, so much. Mm -hmm. That's good. I mean, I feel like same happens with me and my space, even when I don't rearrange furniture, but like purge. Yeah. That's, that's a big one for me. And then I'll come across something lost in the clutter that inspires that either forms a new goal or forms a new idea or something. Yes, totally. Okay. So we have your, your workshop. We have, you're going to rearrange furniture. What are some other goals? 2018. I have some personal projects, like I have some personal craft projects that I'm going to be working on. Um, I didn't do a lot of chronological scrapbooking this year, and I really missed it. Um, mostly because this year was weird. The beginning of this year kind of sucked. The end of last year really sucked. And so I didn't, like I didn't pick one little word at the beginning of the year, and I was definitely not inspired to do some scrapbooking at the beginning of the year, so I just didn't think about doing project life at all and my whole chronological scrapbooking fell by the wayside but this year I'm doing project life again um super old school 12 by 12 album with all design a um love it gonna do it weekly date card in the upper left hand corner I'm gonna use my Thursday three 
you can use my currently list cards. Um, um, subscribe to Kelly Perky's monthly kit. So there's going to be a ton it. of that in there. Love it. The other thing that I did was a uh, huge goal. I did this. I accomplished this. I bought a... Uh, Oh, you know where I bought it from? I bought it from B&H Photo. <laughs> <laughs> we just um, talked about this. <laughs> if you're in New York City, take yeah, a little... if you are ever in New York City, <laughs> absolutely go into B&H Photo. It's Santa's workshop come to life with a you bunch of go. Hasidic Jews, you I believe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you have to go and you like make sure you look at the website and you go when they're open because they are closed at very weird oh, hours. that's and true. Sometimes yes. For, like, 10 days at a time. Yes, um, that's true. I bought a Canon Pixma Pro 100. It's a 13 by 19 inch printer. I bought it two years ago and I've been terrified of it. Literally terrified. <laughs> I I have not turned it on for almost two years. And then um, Brandy Kincaid, who I've been fangirling over, uh, I needed to print out some printables that I got. And so I turned on the printer. I made Jeff set up the printer for me. Um, and it is literally the most amazing printer I've ever used in my entire life. It's incredible. Um, and so I got it from B&H Photo two Black Fridays ago on some like insane crazy deal. Like I want to say it was like pay $375 and then get a $300 Visa gift card back. No. <laughs> yeah, no, it was something like way crazy like that. And I was like, how can I not do that? Because that's amazing. And also you got like a full pack of 13 by 19 inch photo paper which is like $50 on its own yeah yeah um so now I've been using this printer nonstop, and that's definitely going to help me with project life mm. um because not being able to print your photos at home is it's just it makes it more difficult it's just one more thing that you have to do yeah I've been doing um, it for years I don't know how people scrapbook not doing it but it gets done I just know that it does. for me it's so much it's more so much harder efficient yeah and then the other things that I'm going to be working on are uh some art journals that I have just I have uh tiny little notebooks that I've been having a really good time filling some scout books and field notes notebooks they're really awesome and the other thing that I've been working on are called uh commonplace books another uh Brandy Kincaid uh steel because I'm obsessed with her um I've been making them for like years and years. They are, some of them are like gorgeous, insane level, like crazy, beautiful. And then some of them are are like just, they're commonplace books. Um, It's like a really, 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 really old tradition, like 500 year old tradition of like you keep a book and then um, like you would carry this book around with you like wherever you go and then as you would read other books you would copy down important passages into your commonplace book so that you would have like the best quotes and stuff mm. all the time and so i've been making these and um actually one of my best nine photos is a picture of my commonplace book where i wrote down um my favorite quote of the year was what if instead of writing down status updates and tweets we wrote down our things on little pieces of paper and put them in scrapbooks and i was like oh, i love I that do that and so every yeah. time i've been like okay i need to go on twitter well i don't go on twitter and every time i need to go on uh facebook and post a status update 
I've just been writing it down on like a post-it or a little piece of paper and putting it in my commonplace book. And now they're like my favorite things. Fun. Um, and once in a while I'll take pictures of all of them and like post all that to Instagram. And those do like, that's so much better than like randomly posting a status update to mm-hmm. Facebook because like that is boring. Like just like two lines of text that looks like everyone else's text on Facebook. Uh. But yeah. like just my pretty pictures of these books on like my post-its. I really like that. It means so much more to me. Mm-hmm. So those are, those are my plans for my personal projects. Um, what about you? I want to hear more about what you have. Um, there's a few on my list, but like I said, like it's, it's stuff going into the year that's kind of been living there already. And just now that we need to make this podcast and it's January, you do try to say this, this year, that this year, you know, you try to put it into words, kind of what's been living in your brain. So that's what this list is, you know, just a quick run through. So this podcast is up there, right? Just yeah. continuing this podcast, continuing having you girls listen, create content that's important to us. Um, you know, yeah, and just keep this cre- uh, creative conversation going and the website improving and hopefully likes and subscribers going up. This is this has been an interesting medium. I didn't think you ladies would be responding to it as positively or as quickly positively I guess (laughs) you know I was hoping it was going to garner positive response but like so soon I guess right I don't know so anyway so this podcast is definitely a goal to just maintain it keep it going get you keep you girls inspired for sure you would say so Kristen right I am so so you haven't you haven't wanted to ditch me yet (laughs) oh my god no I'm so so excited about I mean, I was up until two o'clock in the morning last night writing more notes about things I wanted to talk to you about today. <laughs> I'm just, it's just the best conversation. And yeah, we, we really appreciate the listening. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then we get to continue our conversations with all of these cool people. And I'm just, all of these new people that we're meeting and all of our old friends that we've been friends with for like, I mean, some of our friends we've been friends with for like five years now. Yeah. I really like this medium because it, it, doesn't allow me to delete all of the things that I write down. I write down a sentence and then I delete it because no one wants to hear that. But um, maybe people do. It's it's surprised me. It surprised me that like we were able to make it work. I don't know. Th- this podcast is a goal. That's a like I'm not even. I shouldn't even talk about. it. I just want to say podcast as a goal because podcast. we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Just like I how we started this thing. Me me blurting the word out to you. <laughs> podcast yeah like I'm just been grateful for it and it's been a passion project so far I think too like I think too even if you have been memory keeping or you have been blogging or you have been you know even though if that's been goals that you've done or things that you've done to switch up the way that we've been doing to switch up the medium or switch up the album or switch up something about what you've always been doing always makes it fresh again and the pa- reignites the passion. So I think that's I think what that's this is kind of doing. Yeah, this the podcast is kind of doing that for me. So definitely the podcast. Um, my behind-the-scenes product, which again, guys, I haven't really been sharing a lot about. I'll mention it here. I'll mention it there. But it's all happening behind the scenes. It's way too premature to really talk about. But... I'm going to refocus on it. These past few months, um, when I missed an opportunity to further it and all this stuff, I kind of let it go or it's just been like stagnant and not really progressing the way it did in the middle of the year. 
So picking that up again and trying to actually prototype it is a big one. Um, I had a goal in the middle of the year. I signed up to like this conference that I was going to hopefully have a prototype for, and it was in February. So I ended up having to um, get my money back from that conference because nothing was ready to take there. <laughs> so maybe the, you know, February, 2019. So that could be a goal to just get this actualized, see what I can do when I market it and maybe take it to a conference and try and pitch wholesale somehow, you know, so that could be a goal, but it's all behind the scenes. I'm sorry if I sound blase about it, but hopefully this year I could share more. So that's a big goal of mine. Um, I plan to still memory keep in my happy planner. It's something I've been doing now two full years. I have all of 2016, all of 2017 in, in a happy planner. And, you know, I used to project life and 12 by 12. And then I went to six by eight and the smaller, more compact memory keeping of the happy planner has just been working for me tremendously. So I'm going to keep going with that. I did, um, I did all of the print, uh, photo printing and the journaling digitally. So I would, I created this grid on Photoshop. A lot of people have seen little peaks of it here and there, um, and have asked me to kind of teach about it or talk more about it. So maybe a class, I don't know, or maybe not. I, I, I did my big picture class and I don't know if I'd go through big picture again, maybe self host, but I don't know. So that could be a goal, but I know I'm going to memory keep in the happy planner. So a whole nother year of that is a goal. Um, yeah, I'm going to continue my planner strips. Those have been resonating with you girls. Um, I'm going to make them for me anyway. So to make them available for you all, um, there's no sweat off my back. Oop, I just threw my pen, but yeah, so planner strips each month, um, putting them in my planner that actually helps me plan, making them available to newsletter subscribers. That's still, you know, what I hope to do in the next year. Planning in general, I want to kind of hone what works for me. I know we are going to have a planning episode, which I'm really excited about because it'll force me to think about it, but yeah, that's always evolving. So just honing how I can take all these different projects and streamline them into an actual to-do list, action item list kind of thing. So that's a goal. Um, my one little word, of course, just keeping that in mind and leaning into that more. Um, I want to do 30 days of lists with you in March. So this yeah. is the, this is the part of, you know, my goals that like, I want to incorporate just more crafty things. Like we said, as exper as just for me experimenting to hopefully either actualize into something else or just get expression out or form some community. So 30 days of list, I think will be a good one of that. The hundred day project. I think I already know and have an idea of what I want to do for that. I think that is in April. We said, yeah, I think we'll so. probably we'll probably do an episode on that too, talking about you know what we plan to do and our process. So that's a goal. Um, yeah, and then I've been thinking about my This Is Us printables a lot, and whether or not I'll continue them. But we'll see. They were a lot of fun last season, but maybe I won't do them the next season. We'll see. Um, I had in mind to do a digital print shop. Kind of like how This Is Us has been, but maybe 
get some money for them, but I don't know if I want to do that weekly or seasonally or monthly Mm -hmm. or even do that at all. My focus really is going to be on this behind the scenes product that I feel like the market needs and that would garner me maybe the most return on time investment. So I don't know about the digital shop, but we'll see. Um, And that's really it creatively right now that I can come up with just those crafts. I'm probably going to be, I predict myself still waitressing for a good first half of the year of next year. Um, Yeah, I'm in no rush to kind of get out of that. You know, it's not the most lucrative, but it's allowing me, like I said, this time. And uh, yeah, around summer, I'll probably check in with myself and reassess and if I want to continue the year waitressing or try something else. So I think the summer is my halfway mark, but until then, I'm I'm okay. (laughs) And then, yeah. Yeah, so creatively, those are my goals. I mean, of course, behind the scenes, like you know, back on track with eating and weight maintenance. And I really miss dancing. So maybe back to dancing. I I took off this season because it was just too many things all at once. But yeah, that's all for now. But I think what's, we should have said this in the beginning, but we're explaining this because it'll be interesting later on in the year to hear episodes on how these goals either fizzled or came to life or what. Absolutely. Yeah, it's interesting to really get a perspective of people at the beginning and the middle and the end. Totally. So you can, yeah, be inspired or not or whatever, but those are my few. Oh, let's spend a couple of minutes talking about uh, the things that have inspired us in 2017 and what we hope will continue to inspire us in 2018. Yeah. You go first. Okay. So, um, Yeah, I'll go. I have a bunch of things. Um, So I have a list of, I would say, there's not a lot of crafters on here. Um, My list is like all over the place. Yeah. So the biggest thing that I am inspired by right now is the television show Crazy Um, Ex-Girlfriend. I've never heard of it. I think it is the best show on television by far. Is it a fiction or a reality show? Fiction. It is on the CW. It is about um, a woman who is a lawyer, and she leaves her job at a law firm in New York City where she gets paid like $500,000 a year because she's just like not feeling it. And she sees a dude that she dated for like a hot minute at summer camp when she was 16 and like moves to West Covina, California to like maybe be with him. Um, and it's a musical comedy, so they sing constantly. There's like three or four songs in every single episode. And, um, it's now the halfway point of the third season. And I think it is the best show. I think it's, it's the best show on mental illness that I've ever, 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 ever seen, especially female mental illness. Mm -hmm. And... It's, I mean, like, it's it's the best show on women. It has, like, mm-hmm. the best stuff about female friendship and, like, how women are bitches to each other and how women love each other and how female friendship is, like, both everything and nothing. And it's just, my God, it's, like, literally, it's a, it's, I have a, an alert on my phone. Like, I have a alarm on my phone set so that, like, I literally do not miss anything. 
because nothing can be spoiled and it's just how many seasons has it been it's the so there have been two full seasons and Mm. they just finished the midpoint of the Mm -hmm. third season so the first two seasons are on netflix and you can watch them right now and i think you should watch them right now and you can catch the rest of it on the cw app it's amazing and wonderful and incredible um also like uh the movie baby driver came out this year and it's also amazing it's incredible oh baby driver yeah yeah baby driver um it's uh if you like movies and you like music then you have to see baby driver because it has uh it's just like choreographed the entire movie is choreographed to the music so like Mm. car chases and like i mean there's a lot of car chases it's everything is choreographed to like famous songs and it's just like the greatest thing and like um john ham is in it and he's a bad guy and he's amazing um, <laughs> i love john ham too he's so 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 good as like a bad guy i think he should just play bad guys now like, <laughs> the new jack nicholson oh my god no seriously exactly <laughs> um I've been doing a lot of stuff with music lately, as I, I guess, you know, as I just told you about a musical uh, comedy show and a movie that was all about music. Um, so I make my own playlists on Spotify, like based off of, uh, I do one for each season. So I had a fall one and I have a winter one. I've been doing this since like 2012. Um, one, it's like a really fun memory keeping tool. Um, so I can I can go back and like get all the feels about like, the mm-hmm. summer 2014 one I made when we moved out here and all the songs we mm-hmm. were listening to. Um, and then I have some that are like upbeat for work and like I make all these different ones so that I can like make myself be inspired by them. Like I have dancey upbeat ones with a lot of Bruno Mars so that like when I need to like I need the energy to work. Yeah it forces me to do it. Um, we've talked about Brandy Kincaid like a thousand times. Mm-hmm. Um, Brandy's like, and you know, it's funny because Brandy's style is like the complete opposite from mine. Like I am very like geometric patterns, like sharp lines, bold, neon-y colors, black and white. And Brandy is a, uh, an illustrator brandy mm-hmm. is like um she's just adorable and, and i just want to like give her a thousand hugs and she illustrates these ladies and they're adorable and books and i just love her um but i'm just like constantly inspired by her and like mm-hmm. I, I think it's her so lettering wonderful. is great her lettering is fantastic yeah. it's just so wonderful to be inspired by people whose stuff is like oh my god like Nicki minaj wait so you're so you're saying brandy kincaid is like nikki minaj that's where those are those are are, uh, like where i get a lot of my inspiration brandy kincaid and nikki minaj (laughs) not lying they couldn't be more similar (laughs) exactly um tiffany hahn who is amazing if you uh need another podcast to listen to raise your hand and say yes um She's like the perfect amount of woo for me. Um, oh, another TV show. I get a lot of my inspiration from TV. I do TV the way people do books. Yeah. I don't watch. I don't like. 
I'm not a television addict. I'm just very, I'm just very discern discerning about the TV that I do watch. And like, I don't sit and binge watch television. I don't even watch television every day. Um, but like, I'm definitely the person who's going to recommend a television show to you probably every time we talk. Um, also, confession, I am absolutely the white girl who is going to tell you to watch The Wire. That is literally part of my identity. Um, also, like, literally, you should watch The Wire. If you haven't watched The Wire, you should watch The Wire. We'll put a link to The Wire in the show notes because you should watch The Wire. Um, uh, another TV show recommendation is The Marvelous Miss Maisel um, because, like, I am... I have a mid-century modern house, and I am ultra, ultra, ultra inspired by anything mid-century modern. I love all things mid-century modern. Um, one of my favorite Instagram accounts is Joybird. They sell uh, mid-century modern furniture. And one of my favorite things to do is anytime I think I need to buy some new furniture at, like, Ikea or something, I'm like, oh, I could definitely afford this, you know, three or $400 couch. I could definitely do that. I'm like, I go to Joybird and I'm like, no, wait until you can buy the $3,000 couch. I'm like, no, I'm never going to get the $3,000 couch. But that's what my goal is. My goal is to get the $3,000 couch. <laughs> I aspire to the $3,000 couch. My inspiration is the Joybird $3,000 couch. <laughs> it's, it's the Hughes model, by the way, in case anyone's wondering, in teal. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so I am very inspired by mid-century modern furniture and um, anything mid-century I'm like totally obsessed with also Broad City if you aren't watching Broad City that's uh yeah, watch Broad City because that's oh my god I don't watch any of these shows you have but you have to watch Broad City it's about <laughs> New York City oh my god yeah. Broad City is, I is, seen is it. New York yeah Broad City is uh Broad City on Comedy Central it's about uh Alana and Abby, and they're in their 20s, and they get uh, mischievous around New York City, and uh, it's hilarious. Um, one of my... Uh, I'm going to finish up with one of my favorites that no one is going to have heard of before, because she is a feminist philosopher. Uh, her name is Drusilla Cornell, and I took uh, a master's class with her at Rutgers when I was an undergrad, she is just one of the most incredible human beings I've ever met in my entire life. She is, uh, so she's a lawyer. She's a, a philosopher and a feminist theorist. And she's who got me started on the idea of feminist scrapbooking because she believes more than anything that women's narratives shape the way that, uh, you know, what it means to be human and like women's stories, um, both individually and collectively are the things that we need to be listening to in order to, you know, create culture and create laws and create mores and all of these things. And like that is like, I mean, that's at the core of what I do. And so like, she was a professor. Know, like, we can't link yeah, to her? Yeah, she's my professor. Oh, we can't we can link, link to her. her. 
Oh, all right, good. Yeah, we have, we have, we have, we can, we have lots of things we can link to. Um, but, but no one's going to have heard of her. Although if you have heard of her, you should totally send me like a DM on Instagram. Like, totally chat about Drusilla Cornell and like... That's oh a pretty God, so unique hard. name. Oh, she's so amazing. Oh, she's so cool. Um, yeah, but these are these are like um, my inspirations. I get them from all over because I'm like a weird, crazy person. And that's okay. Lie. I hope there are, yeah, exactly. I mean, I think everyone <laughs> listening is going to be a, a little bit of a weird, crazy person. Um, <laughs> or else they so wouldn't have got about... this far. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, tell me about your inspirations. I want to hear all about that. Yeah, so just quick list. Just going into 2018, um, I just put together, like, things off the top of my head that most immediately, like, float my boat. And, like, yeah, so let's just get right into it. So... How I built this podcast by NPR. Have you, have you heard about this? Yeah. So Guy Raz, who I'm not sure who he is other than the host of this podcast, but yeah, it's called How I Built This. And basically he just chats with famous, like I'm talking about famous, like the woman who created Spanx, the guy who created edible arrangements, the guy who started Instagram, like the, the, the what was one of my favorite episodes? The, the chipmunks and that guy who, who does David Seville's voice. Like it's amazing. Just hearing like these inventors really like modern day inventors and how the journey and the story of how they came up with their product that like is now a movement. Right. So love that one. That's like, you know, expert, tease right there <laughs> like that's not what we're doing but no but I love that podcast because like limitless big goals like you know I just I love hearing people sound like how I sound accomplish amazing things <laughs> like that's what that podcast is um yeah so that um I've been really into writers who draw designers who write and artists who create product so, like, those things all wrapped it. up. So, like, to me, writers who draw lately, Austin Cleon, always, always, yes. he identifies himself as that. He's like, I am a writer who draws. Um, yeah, so everything that he has to say, almost on the regular, I get his newsletter every Friday. He links to a whole bunch of really creative, innovative stuff. Like, I love him. <laughs> and, again, he's the author of Show Your Work and Steal Like an Artist and these creative books. But he's a big... Yes. Like he, I love that he's a man and he's a male, but almost if he were to list like his top 10 creatives, like most of them would be female. Like, I feel like he really values the female voice and I appreciate that about him. Another writer who draws is Mari or Mary. I think it's Mari, Mari Andrew. She, I'm like obsessed with her now. She, she does, um, I believe she's coming out with a book this year maybe this month, but she just draws, like, illustrates her feelings, like, draws line cartoons, and... Yes! I know who you're talking about. She's amazing. She's amazing. Just the things that she taps into. I'm just like, yes. Yeah. So she, she also considers herself a writer that draws. She was a writer first, and then just started doing these simple illustrations, pie charts. I took... She had, like, um, a class on Skillshare that was... Uh, how to illustrate your feelings or something like that. Just genius, genius. So I'm really excited about her book. Um, yeah, but they're those two. 
writers who draw total inspirations, designers who write. I just stumbled upon Melody Hansen. I think she's an Australian designer. And the same kind of thing where like they letter, it's a little bit of graphic design, a little bit of writing, a little, I, I've been liking the fusing of design and writing and illustrating and color. And I think that's going to factor in a lot to 2018 for me. I feel like it did a little bit in the making of this podcast and its look, right? So Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so we'll see where that goes. Um, and then artists who create products. So uh, Leah, Re Leah Rena Gorin, that's her name. And I'll link to her because it's like a tongue twister. But she's this, I, I found out about her and stumbled upon her through internet research in graphic design school. So like four years ago. And at the time, she's this teeny tiny little like wonder sprite of a person. And she lives in Brooklyn, total hipster cutie pie. And she illustrates like no one's business with watercolor, I believe. She does like all these sketchbook drawings that Bandeau has used. She's put them on all her illustrations on product, on um, textile work. So like to me, she, that is my my ideal life, like just working from home on this art I create that people love so much that they just want to put it on shit and pay me for it. Like I, it just, it blows my mind. I've realized through this journey that I'm nowhere near, at least not now. Like I don't consider myself an artist, artist as much as I consider myself a designer because I feel like design has this problem solving aspect of it of like I will create something into life that solves this problem or that you can use or that will aid in this not necessarily just art for art and it's so good that everybody wants a piece of it like that's what I'm learning for myself anyway but yes Leah Gorin total inspiration, love everything she puts out. Um, and then Tina Asmus from Life Love Paper. She does a lot of Studio Calico's product. And yeah. I've been really gravitating to her style, like forever. But like recently, she's been a super inspiration because it's so like sketchy and heartfelt and quiet. But it says mm -hmm. a lot. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's how I read her art. And she, I love all the things that she makes. I would just buy it all if I had the money too. So those girls, those bunch of people. Um, you ever hear of Frankie Magazine or Flow Magazine? Yeah. They're like those boutique magazines. I've been really into them lately. I'll go to Barnes & Noble, sit with them and flip through them, and then put them back on the shelf because I'm not necessarily ready to spend $50 on two magazines or whatever it will come out to. But I love them. And I, whenever yeah. I flip through them, I feel they bring me back to the feeling blogs had like eight years ago, 10 years ago, when they were like totally. these boutique little like people sharing their work. So... I love that about them. So I'm really inspired by those magazines. Um, you might know from all the gifts I send you that I'm a big Maya Rudolph fan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, love, I just legit love her. And then I, I grouped her with Meryl Streep and Bette Midler. And I feel like the, all those three have the same thing going on. We're like, you really can't say that this person is another Bette Midler or this person's another Meryl Streep. They all have their own thing going on and like revel in their own thing. And I just feel like they're all 
beautiful women, but unconventionally so. And they don't look to really change that or alter it. Or So I love that about them too. And those, so just as a woman point of view and their work and what they put out is so like authentically, they're an extension of them. I think that's why they're yeah. inspiring Absolutely. to me. So I love them. Um, yeah. And then this is us, duh, because to me, it's the best show on television. Have you seen that? No, I'm afraid. I'm afraid to watch it. What? This is us. Yeah. I'm afraid of it making me cry. Oh, it will. But I've just been finding that it's the best cry ever. Like I just, it's never a feeling of like helplessness cry. It's like this cathartic Yes, life is really hard and everyone, these characters understand. Like, I don't know. I just, I love it so much. So I knew I wasn't ready for it, like, last year. (laughs) Like, when everything was really shitty. Yeah. Um, And I just haven't gotten around to it. I think I can definitely make it happen in the future, though. Yeah, I mean, it should be on your list in the next 10 years. We're not saying it has to be this year. But it's, I, I just, it's, I love that show. (laughs) Okay, yeah, so that. And then uh, Stranger Things. Have you seen oh, yeah. oh my gosh, we just we're late. So we're late to that party, but obsessed and talk. I just think that level of like '80s nostalgia at every turn. Mm-hmm. I just that was one of the big reasons for me. So yeah, but everyone knows that. And then yeah, and then just lately, poetry books. A lot of the new releases, like uh, what's her name, Rupi Kaur, Rupi Kaur. I don't know. She does like the sun and her flowers or the bees and honey book. Like I've just been so interested in how poetry seems to be creeping back a little bit, even on it, whether it's digital or Instagram or whatever. Hint, hint. That's a little sneak into my hundred day project, but that's for a later time. But those are the things all wrapped up in this brain going into this new year. And thanks for listening. Absolutely. Yeah, we are excited to hear about your goals and your intentions for 2018. And we would love to hear what you are inspired by. You can uh, tag us on Instagram, your favorite social media network, um, hashtag craftyassfemale. And um, we would absolutely love it if you uh, subscribed on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Um, If you want to leave us a review or a rating, we will be your... uh, crafty ass female besties forever <laughs> and you can find all of the episodes of crafty ass female at craftyassfemale.com. thank you so much for listening to our show we love you so much and we will talk to you next week have a fantastic new year Woo-hoo! bye